Hi friends, welcome back to Nobody Knows, the self-help and career development podcast dedicated to the ones who are still trying to figure it all out in life. If this is your first time listening, I'm Juliana and I want to thank you so much for listening. I'm a 28-year-old who has consistently felt lost in life and like I've always been behind as I navigated my 20s. I created Nobody Knows to share my experience and advice in hopes that we can relate to one another. We also have guests on here to spice things up from time to time and they share different perspectives, knowledge, and expertise of figuring it all out. To the usual crew, I also appreciate you tuning in again. If you have been loving this podcast, make sure you're following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the bell on Spotify to be notified of future episodes. Lastly, I would love your feedback for Nobody Knows Podcast. The best way to show your support is either through a five-star review on either listening platform or writing to me directly on either Instagram at Nobody Knows Podcast or on TikTok at Nobody Knows Podcast followed by an underscore. First off, I want to say Happy New Year. I hope that your holiday season was somewhat restful and restorative. I am very, very excited to welcome in 2024. 2023 for me was painful. It was uncomfortable. I finished off the year sick in bed with the flu twice. I had just like your standard typical flu and then I felt better for about a week and then I got the stomach flu. So I was really struggling by the end of 2023. I grew a lot as a person, both professionally and personally, but for the most part, I look back at last year with not super fond memories because I just hate change. And I feel like now I'm at a point that I'm finally starting to settle into all this change and everything in my life is not as hectic. And I'm really excited to take that energy into 2024, specifically with Nobody Knows. I'm going to shift some things around. For starters, y'all probably don't even know this, but for each episode, I literally write out notes verbatim of how I want to say things because I'm so paranoid of how I talk and I always want to be concise. I always want to be clear when I'm talking to you all. And I really get in my head of like, I'm not making sense. I'm not being clear. I'm not being concise. So I always write things out verbatim and that takes a lot of work. And so that can sometimes roadblock me from actually putting out episodes. So my goal for 2024 is to just like sit down, record. If it doesn't make sense sometimes, that's okay. But I just want to get a podcast episode out to you all so that we can continue our dialogue, continue our connection and our conversations. And it's actually pretty great. I'm having a full circle moment right now. I am recording in my very first podcast makeshift studio. If you listened to my Her Defined podcast before I created Nobody Knows, I recorded majority of those episodes where I currently am right now. And it's just like a really nice feeling of reminiscing on where I started and now where I am and where nobody knows has gone but yes I'm essentially in like a two by two or like a four by four I'm not really good with measurements it's probably four by four in here it's essentially just like a closet that I'm currently in but it's great for sound because nothing bounces off the walls it's really quiet it's cozy and I can just shut out the world and talk to you and so in terms of what I have learned last year that's what today's episode is going to be about I'm sharing everything that I think you would like to know that I learned in 2023. And no, these realizations, they're not going to be your basic, you know, cut out the people who don't support you crap and all that stuff. 
I was actually pretty proud of myself for realizing these things. And if I do say so myself, I think they're quite insightful. You can tell me if they're not. But I think that you are really going to enjoy these. And I hope that these help you with anything that you're navigating in 2024. But before we take a review of 2023, let's dive into today's listener submission. Today's submission is from Veronica and she wrote to me on Instagram and she said, I feel like I had no idea what I was doing during all of my 20s. I was just riding the wave and asking others that were older than me a lot of questions. This is so incredibly valid. I feel like it's a double-edged sword when you are in your 20s. You're treated as a full-fledged adult, but realistically, you're still like just a baby. Reminds me of that TikTok sound. I'm just a baby. You're looked down upon if you don't know how to do things, but I think the most important thing that you can do in your 20s is be curious and figure out how to seek out others who have answers to your questions essentially finding like a mentor or just someone that's really full of wisdom and they're offering to share that with you. I highly recommend listening to episode 18 as it relates to this. It's one of my more spicier episodes as some people totally disagreed with my statements and I love that. I like the discussion of you have uh, a certain experience and you totally disagree and that is totally valid and I also have an experience and a completely different point of view and that's valid as well like there's no right or wrong way of navigating your 20s or just figuring out life right and that particular episode dives in further on how you can be strategic in the questions that you ask so you can get the most out of it i am also going through this phase at work as i was promoted last year and i'm currently in a new position so i have tons and tons of questions as to how i should probably be doing things and i'm really trying to be intentional about about the questions that i ask so one that i don't bug a bunch of people specifically my boss or like my superiors and two so that i can continue learning and growing in the most efficient way If you have an experience, a story that you'd like to submit, head on over to Instagram and send me a direct message. And if you also want to share something but you want to remain anonymous, just let me know and I can definitely exclude your name when sharing. Okay, so now let's dive on into what I learned in 2023. Starting off with, I think a big theme in my life has always been other people have pushed me, other people have motivated me, I have never really sought out things in my life that I have personally wanted to do. I've had a lot of other people's opinions shape my life. And so I realized that I don't need to be pushed. I am absolutely capable of motivating myself. And furthermore, I can do hard things all on my own because I want to get to an end goal or or I want to achieve something. And as I mentioned during my leave of absence from work last year, I realized I've done a lot of things for other people. And with that, I've defaulted to needing others to encourage me to get shit done. In a way, I've always viewed myself as a bit lazy and unwilling to complete things. But what I realized last year is that I was only lazy when I was working to achieve goals that other people wanted me to complete. And that makes sense because that's their dream that's their goals it really has no incentive for me to complete that I'm literally just doing it for someone else so of course I'm going to be lazy or I'm going to be unexcited unmotivated to, to do that and what I realized too is that I'm actually quite motivated when I'm accomplishing things that I've set my mind to and that bring me genuine joy 
for example, I ran my first 10K last year, and if you're interested in doing something like that, there's also an episode on the tips that I gave on running longer distances for the first time. So if you're interested in that, highly recommend checking that episode out. And back when I was a kid, I ran track and field and also cross country, and I absolutely hated it. I mostly did it for my dad and because my friends were also doing it and I didn't want to be excluded. And I eventually quit during a race once because I was just so fed up with it and I was tired of doing it and my dad and my coach were really disappointed in me but personally I felt so much relief when I finally made that decision. Cut to now you're probably like well then why did you want to run a 10k last year Juliana and that's a great question but I think I wanted to do that because I thought of it myself like no one else was saying you should do this I said to myself, I want to run a 10k. I want to see if I'm capable of doing this, of doing something really strenuous and physically demanding. I did not take anyone else's input into consideration. I just did this race solely for me, myself, and I just to see if I could do it. And I did prove to myself that I could do that, which really emphasized the fact that I don't need to be pushed in life to do hard things. I will find what's suitable for me on my own time and when that time comes I am definitely capable of motivating myself. Second thing I learned in 2023 was you are worthy of a romantic relationship whenever. I'm sure we have all heard that famous saying of you can't love somebody until you've loved yourself. I hate it. I hate it so much. As someone who has been chronically single during pretty much my entire life up until I've met Brendan, I always felt like I wasn't doing enough self-work because I was still single. That saying made me tie my self-worth to being single and it really sucked. Something I learned in therapy and it also sounds a bit hokey, but it's so true is that like we as human beings are always deserving of love, like no matter the circumstances. I mean, maybe if you're a psychopath, that's questionable for sure, but like all of us inherently are deserving of love. And this saying, you can't love somebody else until you love yourself, it just sets this belief and this unrealistic standard that people who aren't working on themselves aren't yet worthy of love, which that's also hilarious. Think about all of the people in your life who are in relationships. Chances are they are not 100% perfect and they have their flaws and they have lots of things that they probably need to work on with a mental health professional or work on just individually themselves but they're all in relationships and furthermore I think that this saying is also extremely privileged because a lot of us don't have access to the resources required to learn to love yourself before you love somebody else. Something that I think stands more true and there is also privileged tied to this learning is that I think you will always have to combat your childhood trauma until you face it head on, until you understand it, until you make some sort of sense of it. That is something I learned and had to navigate through last year. And now that I have a better understanding of it, I now have such clarity on why I act certain ways and why I behave and just go about my life. I haven't quite gotten to the point of implementing like strategies to counteract that, but just being aware of okay, I act this way because A, B, and C happened to me or I experienced A, B, and C way back when or whenever. It makes way more sense and it makes navigating your life a little bit more easy and you give yourself a little bit more grace because you have that understanding. But 
that in itself is extremely privileged because again I was only able to navigate that and figure out my childhood trauma with like a mental health professional the third thing that I learned in 2023 and this is something that is going to be a very big pillar in 2024 for myself is I am striving for function rather than perfection if you haven't guessed yet like if you're new here I just have to tell you straight up, like, I'm quite type A. And if you have listened for however long, if you didn't know that already, I don't think you've been listening because I, in all of my episodes, I just totally demonstrate the tendencies of a type A person. Everything in my life has to be spot on or it needs to be a certain way. I get very anxious when things don't go according to plan or or out of my control and just fall apart like it's difficult for me to process those things but I am working on this again it's not ideal but it is a very well instilled habit and I'm sure you know habits are very hard to break when they've been happening for years on end and I had this realization when I was listening to the Mel Robbins podcast She actually gave me a sort of like an aha moment and she was discussing how you need to reframe your thinking of getting usual chores around the house done or just things in your life that are going to repeatedly happen. And that's one thing for me specifically with working from home. I work from home, but then I will go into the kitchen and the kitchen's a freaking mess or I haven't done laundry or I haven't tidied up the table. You know, all these little things in life that just add and pile up on my anxiety and make me feel inferior, they make me feel lazy, they don't make me feel productive, and they totally make me feel imperfect. To which Mel Robbins said, you know, chores are inherently neutral. You are neither a good person nor a bad person for completing or not completing the laundry. Chores will always exist. There is always going to be more laundry. So do what is functional for you at that time. Some days, yeah, you're going to be able to kick ass and do the whole load of laundry, fold it, and put it away. Some days, maybe you're only going to be able to do the laundry. Some days, maybe all you have in your closet is one clean pair of underwear, and that's all you can do because you don't have the capacity to actually do the rest of the laundry. And that is totally fine because that's functional for you in that point in time. I have been instilling this into my day-to-day life recently, and it has just... I felt, I feel lighter. I feel relief and I'm less stressed about always trying to be perfect. Another thing I learned in 2023 was that work isn't everything. And this also ties back to, you know, function over perfection. I was striving last year to be perfect at my job, to not make any mistakes, really grinding it out, which led to some burnout, additional anxiety, and I think some depressive symptoms based off of that anxiety and so I had to advocate for myself to take a break and when I did that I honestly felt like a big fat failure. What I'm really grateful of is that one I had the opportunity to take that break. I really needed that rest, that reset to just pull myself out of the grind mode and reevaluate what the heck I was doing because I realized like we are all deserving of rest rest also isn't like inherently neutral you're not a bad person for taking rest you're not a good person for taking rest you know it's like neutral and from that break i realized too that it is just a job as much as i love it i'm indispensable as like anyone else and me putting so much pressure so much emphasis on grinding it out 
puts my job in like a superior place in my life where I like cancel all of extracurricular activities. I cancel things with myself of going to the gym, time with Brendan, time taking care of Larry with my friends, you know, and that is not a life. That's just me working, working, working. And a big question that I had throughout my time as I was learning all of these things about work is like, okay, that's great. It's just a job. But how do you actually practice that mindset though, when you're back at work? And what I found is that scheduling external hobbies at the end of my day or right before leading up to my day. So like maybe seven to nine o'clock AM and then 5 PM and onwards scheduling those in so that I have to step away from my job. And I'm like, sorry, I have a pride commitment somewhere else, like making that a priority as well. That has really helped as well as budgeting and taking care of my personal finances. I had put such an emphasis on my job is like my financial security. Like I can't lose my job because I'm living essentially paycheck to paycheck. But now since I've actually talked to OU Budget in that one specific episode, take a listen to that if you are struggling with your finances. It is a godsend. But since talking to her, I'm way more prepared to take care of my finances so that I am not living paycheck to paycheck which in turn, God forbid, I lose my job. I have to take uh, an extended period of time off without pay. I'm going to be okay. And I'm not going to feel so tied to my job and feeling like work is everything. Uh, Furthermore, again, I realize and I recognize the privilege I have in order to be able to say this. For some people listening to this, work is literally a means of keeping the lights on and putting food on the table. And I respect that. I understand that. And this learning does not apply to you. So if that is you, please don't put pressure on yourself to have this mindset. Do what works best for you. Fifth thing that I have learned in 2023 is that it's okay to not be a morning person. Okay? I don't know. I actually think it's probably patriarchy and like the 5 a.m. club or whatever those books are. But being a morning person, if that works for you, awesome. But we need to stop shaming people who are not morning people and do their best work in the evenings. They like to sleep in in the mornings. People that just aren't cut out to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go, go, go. And primarily, that is going to be women because our, what's the, what's the term? Is it infradian rhythm, circadian rhythm, whatever that rhythm is that's tied to your menstrual cycle, it doesn't work like typical men's rhythms work. And I've been looking more and more into it, and it's really, really interesting. Naturally, our bodies as women, we take longer to wake up, as well as we don't get a boost of like testosterone in the morning as men typically do, which motivates us to get out of bed and get to going on our actions and whatever we have to do to tackle the day. About two or three years ago, I was definitely in the like wake up at 5 30, 6 o'clock ish and go f- do a HIT workout. And now, I'm lucky if I get out of bed at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm really, really trying to give myself grace and honor that, you know, I'm a little bit more of a night owl now and that is totally fine. Again, it is inherently neutral to whichever time you wake up in the morning. And then the last thing I have learned, the sixth and final thing I learned in 2023 was I got to stop falling victim to skincare, like TikTok, Instagram, Instagram? Instagram trends. Some things just are not going to work for my skin and that's totally fine, but I just, I got to stop doing it. If it's not broke, 
don't fix it, right? Because like I tried to fix my skin when it was perfectly fine and I totally screwed it up. And I really hit a bit of a downtime back in December with my skin journey just because it was a hot mess. I haven't actually talked too much about my skin, but I've really struggled with my skin ever since my 20s, honestly. Like I had pretty decent skin in high school. I would get like the odd hormonal breakout but like I never had acne in my teens like in high school it was only until like mid-university that I started getting terrible cystic hormonal breakouts all around my chin and jawline I'm planning to do an actual episode on my skincare journey this year so if you are in the same boat you've always struggled with skin you are insecure about it I'm here with you we will get through it. It's like a never-ending cycle. I feel like even when you have good skin, if you've had bad skin before that, you're always paranoid and you're always just scared it's going to come back. So I'm definitely going to do an episode on skin. So keep an eye out for that this year. So those were the top six things that I learned in 2023. Tell me what you learned in 2023. And better yet, tell me what you're leaving behind in 2023. If you're listening on Spotify on your mobile device, click on the Q&A section below the show notes and share with us what you have learned in 2023 or what you're leaving behind. Or head over to my Instagram at Nobody Knows Podcast and send me a direct message and we can chat there. I'm sending you love, light, good energy as we kick off this year. And until next time, friends, bye. Bye.